What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday, football Friday, and am I ready for the weekend? <laughs> oh, we're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And let's not wait any longer. Bring in Darren Moose-Dupont from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I do want to say hey to my guy, Chris Sanford. He's watching right now in Boca Raton, Florida, and he's been watching all week long. I appreciate you, Chris. He's a good friend, as is Darren and Moose. I have to say, before we go any further, uh, Ryan O'Radio's checking in from WQEE in Atlanta. He says, time for the RP Show Football Friday on Atlanta's NHL show. I can't wait to see those T-shirts Everybody seems to be in a good mood. They're all writing in. I, I, I can't read all their messages, Moose. But uh, there's something that you do. You have a great bedside manner. You have a great touch about you. Uh, we saw, for the benefit watching on YouTube, those people, a clip from our show in November from Grey Cup, I believe. Uh, you seem to get this banner, this backdrop behind me working just tickety-boo, just perfect. And here at Grey Eagle, I just got to say, I came in here this morning a little early to try and fix this backdrop, and all my stuff was in disarray. It was all over the place. It was a literal Goldilocks situation of who's been sleeping in my bed? And then I realized, oh, yeah, they said, they told me the guys from the Barn Burner podcast were going to be in here last night on the very stage that I do this show, doing a post-game show for the Flames, and... Um, I thought, I, you know, it would be good. It would be good entertainment for me to come on the air here and just rip the hell out of the guys at Barnburner, Moberg, Warner, and I'm like, oh yeah, Rod, that would be real smart. Pick another fight with somebody from Calgary as we settle in here at Calgary's entertainment destination. So, uh, no, not their deal, mine. But Moose, is there a secret to getting this thing just looking, just tickety boo <laughs> as I say? Because I clearly don't have it. I clearly do not have it. I don't know what the secret is, to be honest, but, uh, you know, sometimes that thing puts together just, like, first crack, and sometimes i got to play with it for, like, half an hour. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, well, it's about the show. It's about the content. It's about the entertainment. Like I said to Cade, the sound getting lighting guys, and crank all the lights as much as you can, but it still looks not as lit as it could be. But that's okay. We're here to talk sports, not take pictures. And coming up, Brent Munson, the defensive coordinator of the Calgary Stampeders, will be with us live right here at the stage bar. And we've got Bakari Grant, a CFL great, Rough Rider, Tiger Cat, Calgary Stampeder, Great Cup champion. BG's going to join us. That's an hour two. Can you hit the quick switch show horn, please, director? Bryce. And let's get down to it. Couple comments from our crew. 
Start spreading the news. We're live on Game Plus Television right now, WQEE Radio, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Um, P Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, I watched the new Ted Lasso yesterday. It reminded me of dupes. Yes, I'm sure at some point, Darren, you're, you will want to talk about the latest season of Ted Lasso coming out, and we will, but now is not the time. Our poll question before we go any further today is, are you into March Madness? It's in our quick six. Um, over 70% so far saying no, they're not. To be frank, call me Frank for a second, I'm going to vote no. I'm not really into it, but Darren, how would you vote on March Madness? Are you into it, yay or nay? Yeah, I'm into it for sure. I thought it was a fun day yesterday. I watched it a little bit. I'll have it on today as well. Um, so yeah, I'm into it. It's a fun time of year. Hey, good for you. There's no right or wrong answer to this. Jake is watching from Airdrie, and he says, for March Madness, I'll watch it in the background, but I have friends that love it and makes it more fun to chat with them about. Uh, I guess a casual interest, yes, but I did not fill out a bracket. Uh, no, because, again, we're into the hockey. I know it's Football Friday, but this is the warm-up where we talk about the topics of the day. A club record start led the Florida Panthers past the Montreal Canadiens 9-5 Thursday night. Florida scored seven times in the first period as the two teams combined for 10 goals, tying the NHL record for most in an opening frame. Carter Verhege and Aaron Ekblad each scored twice for the Panthers, who are 4-1-1 in their last five. I want to say this. This is hilarious. And now you know these guys because they've been on this show, Darren. I'm listening as I'm driving up to Cross Iron Mills Mall. It was 6-3 Habs at the time. And Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Panthers, is saying on the air, the last time the Montreal Canadiens allowed six goals at a period was March 11. The horn goes off and Bill Lindsay goes, make it seven. <laughs> they were scoring goals like crazy last night. It was a big You saw my guy Thad made the television broadcast, cheering in the crowd. It was a big party at FLA Live, and I'm just thinking, like, I was talking to my brother last night. I said, when I go back to Florida in May, I would just dearly love for there to be Stanley Cup playoff hockey to watch. And it looks like maybe there will be. Connor McDavid had a goal and an assist to surpass the 130-point plateau as the Edmonton Oilers defeated the Dallas Stars 4-1. They're rolling. They've won four and five, the oil. Elsewhere, Colorado edged Ottawa 5-4. Boston shut out Winnipeg 3-0. Calgary beat Vegas 7-2. And Arizona edged Vancouver 3-2. What was your take from Thursday's NHL games, Moose? Yeah, the Oilers keep rolling, but all my attention, honestly, was on that Florida game with Montreal. And Montreal made two goaltending changes, pulled a, <coughs> excuse me, put Allen in, then took him out. Um, it was it was a fun night, I guess, if you're a fan of all the goals, um, which is great. And now the Panthers are knocking at the door, right? Like, they've got a couple games in hand on the Islanders, you know, and they're right there within striking distance. If they take advantage of those four points, they'll be in a playoff spot. So um, it's a, a good stretch right now if you're in South Florida. <clears throat> yeah, 10 games last night. I'm not going through all of the games. The audience is more than... Uh, Welcome to Chime In, 902-518-3033, the number to text us here in the studio at Gray Eagle or in the YouTube chat. There are only four games tonight. Friday seems to be a night that the NHL just takes the foot off the gas a little bit. St. Louis is at Washington tonight. Carolina is at Toronto. Buffalo is at Philadelphia. And Columbus is at Anaheim. I feel like the Leafs 
at least the last couple of weeks, it's been they'll play on one night, and then the next night, all other six Canadian teams will play. But the Leafs are always the lone Canadian team on there. They're any given night, and that's fine. I'll say this about the Calgary Flames. There's some life in them. 7-2. It was their first ever win in Vegas. So... There's a lot of sports going on, but if the NHL is your thing and these are your teams, of you're, you're a fan of the Jets, the Flames, the Panthers, there's a lot of anxiety going on right now, but I hope you're enjoying it. By the way, before we move on to point two, March 31st here at Grey Eagle Event Center, if you are a rock and roll fan, and I know you are, Moose, you don't want to miss the Legends Show featuring the most incredible tributes to Connie Francis, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, and Motown. March 31st at 8 p.m. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca right here at Grey Eagle. And April 25th, don't miss comedian, actress, producer, and podcaster Whitney Cummings live at the Grey Eagle Event Center. That's Tuesday, April 25th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. A lot of our audience came here for the football. What caught my eye out of day three of NFL free agency is the Philadelphia Eagles and quarterback Marcus Mariota reaching an agreement on a one-year $5 million deal worth up to $8 million. That's a lot to pay a backup, Moose. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter broke the news, I guess, about 10 hours ago now. Uh, that was my biggest move from Thursday or overnight into Friday. Uh, how about you? Yeah, it's a big one. The Eagles also, you know, coming to terms with Darius Slay, the defensive back, when it was thought that maybe they weren't yep. going to come to terms and he was going to be released. So that came up, you know, good news for our fans that are watching in Philadelphia and Phillies fans across North America. I thought, you know, the Mariota thing's interesting because they've got a quarterback who is going to challenge for an MVP. I mean, he was amazing in the Super Bowl. He was great. But now you've got a backup in Mariota who has a somewhat similar skill set, can extend plays with his legs, right? Can be that dual threat option, um, has shown an ability to play well, obviously not the big arm and consistency that we've seen, that we expected, but now you've got, if something ever happens to your number one, you've got a number two who can step in and you don't really have to change your game plan all that much. So I like this for a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. Sprinkling in some comments from our viewers, John Schmeiser writes in. He says, good morning from Kansas City. From Nelson Hackowich, our VP of Sim Events, he says, isn't the sports section of Cross Iron Mills something else? That's the great outlet mall up on the northeast corner of the city. And that's where I went. They have not only the best butter chicken pizza in the world, but the only butter chicken pizza in the world. I actually said to the gal, what's your most popular pizza here? She says, oh, the butter chicken, sir. Thank you. I'll have another. Trent in Norway writes in, she says, I can't, he says, I can't get March Madness over here, but I've found some World Baseball Classic games to watch. He said, Canada needs more depth overall to get into the second round. Jack Fulton from Vulcan, Alberta writes in, he says, the Flames are back. LOL. Seriously, man, they're, <laughs> the broken ankles in this town at an all-time high. Arlen Bruce III, A.B., the CFL great. He writes that he says, good morning, fellas. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Clearly, that's why Moose is wearing green. He says, I have the Kansas Jayhawks going to the Final Four. Well, right on cue, let's uh, go to March Madness. I'll just say XFL Week 5 opened Thursday night. Seattle beat Houston 21-14, and it looked like a real party 
in Seattle. What is it now, Lumen Field or Lululemon Field? We'll come back on that. But point three, March Madness has officially begun on the tournament's opening day. Only four out of 32 teams lost to lower seeds, but two of them were big. Number two seed Arizona, out. Who was the other one that went down busting millions of brackets? How close are you following it, Moose? Arizona's one. Who was the other? Do Ari you know? Arizona went down, and I'm trying to think of who the other, I can't, who you're thinking of now was the other top seed that went down. I'm reading um, wire copy, and if you want to know what, if you want to know what the wire copy says, it says number two seed Arizona and number four seed Arizona both went down. Busting millions of brackets. I don't even know. That shows you how much I'm paying attention to this. And it says, here's what you need to know going into day two of March Madness. Every game of the men's tournament will be aired either on CBS, TBS, CBS, TBS, TNT, or True TV and their digital platforms. CBC, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be something? CBS will handle the final four at na national title game this year. NCAA streaming games via its March Madness Live option on Paramount Plus and fans of longtime play-by-play -play announcer Jim Nance should soak up every moment. It's his final NCAA tournament. In that ramble, did you find out who the number four seed was that went down yesterday? No, I'm still trying to find it. I'm... Somebody write in and tell us. Texas advance. I caught I Moose. Penn State advance. <laughs> I caught him. Say what? Virgi uh, everybody's writing me. in Virginia. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Thank you, Landry, Ryan McCarthy, John Schmeiser. Ryland Spencer's watching in Seattle, and he says, Virginia's loss was unbelievable. Just a downright stupid play by that dude. Yeah, Ryan's written in twice. Patrolman Pete says, mmm, butter chicken pizza. And I'm not going to tell you where I got it. What do they say on spitting chiclets? No freebies, no free advertising. Buy advertising no if you free want us to talk about your pizza place. Yeah. So anyways, I'm, I will say this. Moose won the bracket last year. He went in, was it just last year or two years ago? Two. It was two years ago. He went in Enterprise Sports out of Philadelphia, and he beat all these pundits of NCAA college basketball. And to be honest, whether it's you or it's the blue-haired single lady with nine cats that wins. There's no science to who's going to win these brackets. Nothing against you, Moose, but come on. You're no men's college basketball expert. No. I saw the numbers this morning after yesterday, and it was, yeah, Furman that beat um, Virginia. I was so enthralled with, with Furman, I forgot who they beat in that dumb play at the end. When they could have just ran out the clock, but there is zero point. It's like zero 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 three percent of perfect brackets remain. Of the twenty million brackets that were filled out at ESPN, there are less than seven hundred perfect brackets remaining. Like it is wild. Um, it's so yeah. impossible to predict a perfect bracket. Well, here, listen. I'm sitting at Gray Eagle. I'm watching the screens. You know where I'm sitting on the stage, but it's all college basketball and that's what's led to the success of this show we're not talking about what everybody else is we're going to sit here and try and talk say that we're college basketball experts we're not you didn't come for that
Point for the quick six. Starter uh, Zach Thompson allowed five hits and four earned runs over three innings as the Baltimore Orioles defeated the Toronto Blue Jays 7-4 Thursday night. The Jays actually opened the contest with two runs in the first inning, but Baltimore countered with two runs in the second and third before scoring three times in the fifth to go ahead 7-2. Toronto resumes its spring training schedule Friday visiting the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, point five, the Battle of the Prairies starts an incredible week 16 in the NLL. There's rivalries all, rivalry games all weekend in the NLL. And tonight, here in Calgary, I'm going. The Saskatchewan Rush visiting the Roughnecks in the annual St. Patrick's Day game. What do they say? The Roughnecks say, come for the game and stay for the party. Saskatchewan played at home last week against West leading San Diego. Lost 12-11 in overtime. The Roughnecks got a win on the road 16-10 in Colorado. Also tonight, those Seals, San Diego Seals, are at the Vancouver Warriors. Those are the featured games on TSN tonight espn plus i'll never forget my friend peanut butter beat pete says he doesn't watch sports center anymore because he watches this show's opening 20 minutes and it covers everything sports center does in 60 minutes when we come back all football with moose because it is football friday and whatever you people would like to talk about we'll talk about the week five in the xfl opener last night cfl goings on and brent munson coming up the defensive coordinator of the calgary stampeders will join us right here live at great eagle we're live on game plus television youtube iHeartRadio, and wqee the key what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense.
Calgary's entertainment destination. That's the place. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We're live. Coming up, Brent Munson, the defensive coordinator of the Calgary Stampeders. Stamps fans and CFL fans, get your questions ready. It is a football Friday. And let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont, which I, this is going to be his last segment. So make it good, Moose. Uh, we have some good comments, some very kind comments from our viewers today. <laughs> And some not so kind, but Ted in Red Deer uh, writes it. He says, hey, is it just me or is Rod mixing in a little Kramer into his rants? Well, that wouldn't surprise me. I'm a big Seinfeld that? fan, but my, by far my favorite, favorite character on Seinfeld is Costanza's dad, Frank. <laughs> Del Boca Vista. By far my favorite so if I'm mixing a little bit of that and more of that than Kramer, I would think Ryland in Seattle said, this is why I love all caps, your show. So many more topics than the same stuff everyone else is talking about. On the March Madness, Nelson says, I don't even bother to try and do data science simulations for NCAA basketball because it's all over the place. And from Ryan in Saratoga, New York, he says, it really is the golden corral of sports talk, which incidentally was my slogan i don't know that you want to put that on a t-shirt or anything moose but uh, that's what we are a little bit of something for everybody who doesn't love a buffet for the love of pete and oh, um no. regarding regarding the nll game tonight jeff the stamps fan says the roughnecks might sell out tonight this will probably be a game where i leave at halftime it's not about the game particularly this game on saint patrick's day i've been to it Everybody's hammered. They're falling down in the seats. It's like every rush game used to be. So I'll be there for about a half. And then see you later. Well, uh, I know you're going for yeah, a half, but there's people who want to see you. They're already texting me, Rod, asking if you're going to the Rush next game. Oh, so our, our Rus Rusty? Friend, Rusty. Yeah. Yeah, he texted me too. Yep. Okay. He's on the television crew. So I'll stop in there and see him. Very nice of him to say that. Don, our Navy friend regarding March Madness, he says, I tried to get a pool going with some of my friends and family for March Madness. No takers. So I didn't do one either. I promised football. Because this is when people tune in. Fridays in the offseason on this show. If there is an offseason, there shouldn't be. Uh, and Kevin, the medium, has chimed in. Hello, Kevin. I almost texted you this morning because I was thinking of you, but I knew I'd see you here. Darren in Salt Lake City, Utah. Darren Workman says the Houston Roughnecks lost for the first time in franchise history last night. They're now 9-1 all-time. Game of the week in the XFL is D.C. at St. Louis. Rematch from two weeks ago. The crowd will be bigger. I got to give credit to whomever. I guess our friends that are covering the XFL. The XFL itself, even if you wanted to, ignore the xfl i don't think you can there's stuff up in my face all the time and the shame on me i didn't go through all the rosters of the xfl i'm starting to look at the names i'm like ben Denucci, the former dallas cowboy he was quarterbacking last night there are some names and i don't know what the official attendance was in seattle last night but however many were there they were having a great time I don't know if it was on television in Canada or not. I was watching the Flames in Golden Knights. But I now know that Houston lost for the first time ever in Seattle, 21-14. Uh, the XFL's just pushing itself into my uh, conscience, Moose. When are you going to get your uh, Danny Bonaducci jersey? Now, that's your boy, <laughs> right? You remember that? That's your boy. How do you remember yeah. Danny Bonaducci? You're not old enough to remember Danny Bonaducci. 
from this show, baby, from this show. Um, that's what the it's XFL good is good for, man. Um, you know, and you can follow Paxton Lynch, and there's a lot of characters. I think the more we move forward, I think it's it's going to be good. I think we're going to kind of fall into it a little bit. Uh, so it is a football Friday, so that's perfect. Uh, the people are chiming in with their comments on this. And by the way, Ted and Redrick goes on to say, I'm another guy who doesn't watch the morning sports center anymore. No need to with the RP show. We talked about not only last night's games, but of course, breaking news and the upcoming games tonight. That's something that these sports channels don't do at this time of day, not in Canada. Uh, they're saying in Seattle last night, 9,231. Nelson says St. Louis is starved for football and will be the Baltimore Stallions of the XFL. Oh, man. I had, a, uh, I had a talk with a football guy this morning, and you know who he is, football media person. And he said, Rod, I yeah. see what you're doing with the NHL, and it's great. Flames and uh, Panthers have been awesome to you. And obviously with the Dolphins coverage, and they've been putting people on. But he goes, the CFL, the CFL, they still... You carry a lot of weight in the CFL. You got a voice. I'm not saying that I don't, but a lot of the things that I've been beating the drum on for years and gave up on, they just don't want to hear it. I want a CFL team in St. Louis is what I'm saying. Why can't we, like, forget about Halifax and put in St. Louis right now? Why not? I mean... Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I know I cut you off guard. I'm sorry with that. No, no, no. But, you know, I'm just trying to think as I, as I, you know, say this. I mean, why not? I mean, then you're going down the American expansion rules and do they have to play with Canadians and would it be one team? But, but why not? Why not? And especially, you know, when you look at a team closer to the border, <clears throat> you go down there and you kind of infiltrate them with Canada. And it becomes a, almost an adopted Canadian city. You know, they got to have the Canadians on the roster and they do their thing. And, you know, maybe the, the fans and the people in those communities, because their NFL turned their back on St. Louis, they become big Canadian fans. And maybe for fun, their colors are red. And I know we've got a few red teams, a couple of red teams with their Ottawa with red and, um, and Calgary, but could be fun. It, there's a lot of different plays. And if the fan base is there, why not go where the fans are? Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, St. Patrick's Day is an awesome holiday, but a lousy color. <laughs> Again, I'll say it. I don't hide anything. I was in a 12-step meeting this morning, and the host <laughs> was in a green top hat, <laughs> a green vest. It was via whatever. And he's playing the flute. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was actually wearing a Rough Riders hat. And they're like, where to, way to wear green rod. And I said, this was not for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> People in recovery from addiction don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Newsflash. It's just another day. Um, Navy Dawn says, why not? It would be a great idea. There's a little more traction to this than you think. Um, A.J. Jakubek, the good friend of mine, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, he knew a guy, and I don't know who it was, but a, like a kajillionaire in St. Louis, who long before the XFL was even thought of, wanted to put a CFL team in St. Louis. They were talking about it. They already got the stadium. You're seeing that. They're playing in there in the XFL right now. And... Darren in Utah says, good crowd in Seattle for a Thursday night. It was freezing. 
St. Louis could sell out this week easily, but they can't hire enough staff to work the game. I don't know anything about that. John Massey, by the way, says it's no longer the Canadian Football League if we add St. Louis, Missouri to it. It's right in the name. How old are you, John? How old are you, little one? It's patting him on the head. The 90s, again, were so unbelievably awesome. And we had eight teams in America, John. Sit around the fire here and, and fill up your cup of milk. It was called the Canadian Football League and half the leagues were in the United States of America and it was the greatest era ever. But again, like I said to that football guy this morning, I said, I'm over it. Back in the day, the Kohan regime, I had his staff calling me going, Rod, would you stop writing about and talking about the 90s CFL? And I'm like, why? It was awesome. They're like, it was embarrassing. And I'm like, that's what you think. But it's, you know, it's like that drunk uncle nobody wants to talk about. Just leave him in the corner at family events and let's just leave him alone and not talk about him or to him. No, it's part of our history. The Birmingham Stallions are a part of the family, whether you want to admit it or not. And why can't the St. Louis whatever-whatevers be part of the Canadian Football League? It's because of thinking like that. I'd like to say I'm over. Like We're sitting here... I'm reading the dang article by Dave Naylor where it says, we quoted it yesterday, the Scooter Sports and Entertainment Group are out of pursuing a team for Halifax. It's like one sentence in this long article on Halifax expansion. It should have been the first sentence of the story. And I know, the, so let's forget about Halifax and look at St. Louis. I'd like to do that. Okay, the other thing Naylor said was, there be, there's beginning to be some exhaustion National exhaustion on the story. Really? <laughs> I was tired of it a year ago. Everybody else is just caught up. How are you feeling about that news? We didn't really get into it, Moose, yesterday. No, we didn't. I think it's bigger news than, you're right, than just the one line because now you don't have anybody banging the drum. You have nobody driving this forward. So until, I mean, they had announced the team. They had, you know, brought out the cheerleaders. It was happening. You had owners. You had potential stadium locations. There was a lot of things that were moving in the right direction. But when you have ownership, that's not there. And let's remember, in any business, as we know, and anybody knows, cash is oxygen. Oh. So owners with money is the only thing that's going to keep you alive. You know, a dream is great, and you need to have that. That's the spark, that, you know, but you need to have money to build it, and you need owners. And so now you got to go back to the drawing board got to find a new ownership group that's excited about it and i don't know how easy that's going to be for the cfl to do well from our audience it the important thing is talking about it like now uh jeff the stamps mm -hmm. fan says john doesn't remember 1993 to 1995 clearly ryland in seattle says so uh, what's in a name the dallas cowboys don't play in dallas how about that? Uh, Ryland, goes on, Ryland goes on to say the New York Jets and Giants play in New Jersey. <laughs> Not sure the name matters much. Uh, Jack and Vulcan says USA CFL teams should be the future of the CFL. The name doesn't matter. And I officially spend half my time in America. Trust me, they don't care what the league name is. They don't care. 
if they put a team in the beautiful 35,000 seat Howard Schnellenberger Stadium in Boca Raton, Florida, people would show up to watch it. I guarantee you they would. I guarantee you they would. I go back to it's that. A, yeah, go ahead. It's go a ahead. marketer's dream, I think. You know, yes. let's, let's take St. Louis. The NFL spurned you, but Canada wants you. Imagine the concessions are full of Smarties and ketchup chips and all these Canadian things, right? And you just become an adopted Canadian city. Everybody gets behind it. It becomes this U.S. versus Canada thing. I think it could be really cool, you know, to see what that city does. Clearly, they want to support football. And they're showing, you know, the country that they're going to support football, um, even if it's not the NFL. So I would go down the path, at least. You have no idea how mad they are about football, particularly in Florida, but just the USA in general. You think you do, but you don't know. And they would, they would I think they'd support it. Um, and j last one, John Massey, my frenemy, says, I'm not trying to be a troll this time. There's just enough locations in Canada to make it work. I'm older than you think. And he smiles. That, but again, we can't agree. Dunnigan said it on this show at Grey Cup. We should be playing in Saskatoon, in London, in Quebec City. I don't want to do that. Canada's not big enough. We're not growing in Canada. The people are in America, and they love football there. Why are we beating ourselves, our heads against the wall in this country when they love football in the States and the money's there and the players too? Anyways, they've successfully got me worked up. Just in time to say goodbye to you, Moose, and uh, Coach Munson will be in next. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. All right, get your questions in, CFL-wise, and everything that we're talking about today, because it is a football Friday. We're live on Game Plus Television. The defensive coordinator of the CFL's Calgary Stampeders, Brent Munson's coming up next. We're also live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Beautiful morning here in the foothills. This is the gateway to the foothills. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And by the way, if you are a rock and roll fan, I'll say it again. You don't want to miss the legend show featuring the most incredible tributes to Connie Francis, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, and Motown. March 31st here at Gray Eagle. Tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.ca. It's a little thing we call Football Friday. Everybody looks forward to it. And a special treat this week is we have a live guest at Gray Eagle, the defensive coordinator of the Calgary Stampeders, Brent Munson, joining us here at the stage bar as they rattle off the uh, daily winners, I think, Brent, of the casino goers here. How you doing, Coach? Welcome. Good. Yourself? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's, it's great to have you on here, man. And uh, it's always fun talking ball in the offseason, although 
Do you, in today's CFL, even have an offseason, truly? Yeah, we do. I mean, it's definitely not as many hours as in-season. Um, but we've still been in the office quite a bit in the last couple months, looking at players, trying to get ready for the draft and all that stuff. So yeah. That stuff's continuous throughout the offseason. I'm going to uh, – I will turn it over this to the viewers, but I've never interviewed you before, so I have a lot of questions. Um, I guess number one, tell the fans and me what a guy like you would be doing right now what you're doing because you're in town obviously so there must be a reason it varies um right now i've had uh, our new d-line coach juan simpson in town so we've been going through a lot of our teaching him going through our self-scout stuff we've also been heavily looking at players american canadian for the cfl draft the global draft so a lot of personnel stuff kind of helping out in that stuff with our scouting department that does a great job and then um pretty much that's it getting ready for the combine but a lot of it is watching players and self-scout and opponent study trying to get ready for the upcoming season well i think now would be a good time to ask you you heard the discussion here raging about the xfl week five and we can certainly get into the expansion talk but how closely are you watching the xfl and is it as a fan or as a personnel guy or both uh not as closely um i watch some of the stuff like if it's on tv but i haven't been like locked in on mm -hmm. I, I watch sankey's games because I have a relationship with him. And then I watched Tremaine Washington plays for Orlando. He used to play for us also. But other than that, I haven't been paying too, too close attention. Okay, to well, here's the thing. Craig Smith, who we refer to as our director of scouting, two-time Grey Cup winner scout, he said the same thing. He was on our show a couple weeks ago. He's not watching it that closely either. So is that because these players aren't something that would be on your radar? Uh, not right now. They're not. I mean, I still, I still watch enough of... Um, we still watch enough of it on TV, but we can get right. the film and study a little bit closer, but it's not something, because they're, they're further away from coming up here. Yeah, well, that's my point, is explain that if you can to the viewers and me. So when you say you're watching players, you're more so watching film of Canadians? Canadians against, for the draft, and then yeah. college players, Americans, um, players that have previously played in the NFL, previously played in the USFL, XFL, stuff like that more so focused on those guys right now yeah but it's not like you are in and out of the throes of who's winning and who's losing and what the stats are every day you're not following it that close no definitely not no. yeah no hey, trust me i get it how did you feel because there was a time when the cfl had the whole landscape to yourselves and now there's usfl and there's xfl how's that changed it's a little bit different obviously there's less players available at the moment um, yeah like uh open trials and stuff you expect a little bit less uh, attendance at those um, but other than that I mean there's still a lot of a lot of good football players out there so there's still a lot of players you can look at yeah I think I wonder how many people really realize how much of these camps are going on because I follow your social yeah, media totally. um, and guys all across the league those camps are going on every weekend they're I don't think people know and they're so important to what you yeah, do totally yeah no we uh, we were actually just in Texas last weekend uh, and then we'll be going after the combine we'll be going to Florida, uh, Orlando, Miami, and then uh, Charlotte and Atlanta. So yeah, we, it's, a, it's a big focus and we actually do find quite a few players from those workouts. Do you know the date of when you're gonna be in Miami? We will be in Miami on April 1st. Dang, <laughs> I won't be there. <laughs> It'll be May. By the way, I gotta get into Brent's story in a second. You obviously know Jack Fulton. He's written in and he says, I've witnessed Brent's amazing growth from the time he started with the team. Outstanding knowledge and understanding of the game. And shame on me. He comes in here and I just jump right into the football <laughs> stuff. I said I wanted to talk about your story. And it is a hell of a story. Um, maybe we got some time here. You're a Hamilton guy. How does a guy grow up in Hamilton and become the defensive coordinator of the 
marquee franchise, Cadillac franchise of the CFL? Uh, it's a long story. I, uh, I'll be honest, I applied everywhere in the U.S. for like a graduate assistant job, like when I was done university. I had one little stint down there, and then I, um, I ended up being a video assistant in Calgary. Um, Ross Fullen brought me in. I actually interviewed in Hamilton, originally met like Huff and Killam and Dave and all them in Hamilton uh, before one of their Hamilton games. Uh, came out as a video assistant in 2009, and I just wanted to be a sponge and learn everything I could. And Craig Dickinson, Chris Jones, Huff, Dave, everyone kind of took me in under their wing. George Cortez, everyone kind of, hmm. I would just do extra stuff for them um, on like the non-video hours. And just, I loved every minute of it and was given an opportunity. And then stuff changed in the staff. Killam got promoted after that one season. And I just was there and worked my butt off and tried to get a coaching job and then there was a job there so yeah. I was able to go to linebackers be a strength coach back then when I was in good shape I was had all my strength and conditioning certificates and I was able to kind of fit in there and then learn from Jones and uh, obviously movement happened Jones left and then I ended up going to offense working with David Huff closely and then learned a ton on the other side of the ball and then once that happened, then Mueller came in on defense. Mueller ended up going offense because he's more offensive guy. And then it was a fit for me to go back to defense. And then I got to learn from Rich Stubler. And then I ended up working with Clay Brooks, which was great. We're good friends. And um, yeah, it just worked out to be around good people and learn a lot from everyone that's been giving, giving me the opportunity to uh, kind of be a sponge and kind of develop my own my own scheme your own style yeah you know, well i'll tell you i think so. part of the reason why people don't want to leave this franchise as coaches is that they know you're always going to have good players yeah yeah right. that's another thing our scouting department does a great job and like yeah. we all work together and kind of find players and it's um there's lots been lots of turnover but we always the guys that come in i'm we coach hard and we make sure that they're ready to play and it's just kind of been continued what do you like about, through the years? Yeah, I'm sorry. What do you like about coaching the best? Competition. I'm a pretty competitive person. I like to I like to win, and I like to beat beat the team across from us. So yeah, um, every week it's about to me it's about the competition. How can I work harder to beat them on the weekend? You know what I mean? So that that would be the number one thing. But I would think to see a guy like Alex Singleton come in here right and mm -hmm. do what he did and go on to sign an 18 million dollar contract in the nfl and he'll always have that horse well he has another another horse on him right now the denver bronco horse but to be a stampeder and just say hey i helped that guy along the way must yeah. feel incredible I, mean, I would say i didn't screw him up i mean he works he works so hard that um he was an easy, easy he's an easy guy to coach because you um everything you tell him everything you teach him all the work he puts in in the gym and everything you do is just very impressive so when he did that i wasn't surprised i was just very happy for him you know what i mean absolutely on there so it's good very good to see though i'm pretty pretty fired up about it that he signed that contract he deserves it you know i felt mean? like everybody here was very so proud of him and felt part of it yeah that's great mm -hmm. we'll be right back with brent munson the defensive coordinator of the calgary stampeders answer some of your questions it's a football friday and we're live on game plus television youtube iHeartRadio, and wqee the key. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.